All right, ton to get to here. Corbett's Corner on a Monday. Got a little natural light in here. I got the glasses on because we've got a ton to get to, and it starts with what do we know in the NFL? Changes week to week. You know, you you think one's a sure bet. All of a sudden, you get uh, the Colts beating the Chiefs. You get the Colts beating the Broncos. But then sometimes you get the sure winners, like the Bills absolutely blowing out the Steelers. No sweat. That's what we know. Bills are good. I think that's uh, that is the most definitive thing we know uh, to this point in the NFL. Of course, we see the Chiefs are good too, probably. But who knows? Maybe this is one of those games where they just fall in prime time as a seven point favorite. They lost to the Colts. I mean, that's a terrible loss, even though it's their only blemish. And then I guess on the other side of things, what else do we know? Pretty definitively, the Steelers are bad. They're bad. They're bad. But I will say, you, you, why is that line only seven and a half against the Bucks? Because the the Bucks play down to their opponent, they allow the Falcons to come in and remain the only team perfect against the number with the back door wide open for you. Um, Steelers are bad. Bills are good. This one's a little bit more refined. The Dallas Cowboys in the 49er defenses are good. Where are we at with the offense? Cooper Rush, I know he's perfect as a starter. What, he threw it like 12 times yesterday? That defense plays. Rams, whenever I, I don't, I'm not saying the Rams are bad. The hangover is real, but whenever that team has to play like just a raucous defensive line, like Parsons and the Cowboys have Parsons and Lawrence were basically playing tag with one each other, racing to the quarterback, um, they're going to struggle, and it's shown in their three losses so far. But again, do you trust Cooper Rush, and then do you trust Dak coming back? I think there's going to be a decision to be made there, and no matter what, something's looming over that locker room. You always got Jerry. You know, uh, poking his head in, stirring up the headlines in Dallas Sports Talk Radio. And then do we really trust McCarthy? I mean, maybe that defense, but in playoffs, to do the right thing on offense, I don't know. But I am sold on their defense. Like the Niners, same thing. Lethal path, pass rush. Garoppolo, fine. Limit the picks, but when he has the picks or the poor throws in Super Bowls that could win you him. Uh, that's Garoppolo for you. Do you trust that offense? You trust it during the regular season just fine. I'm talking about down the stretch where, okay, great. You get 200 yards, a touchdown, maybe no picks. Maybe it's one pick and two touchdowns. Well, you got like 60% of your passes completed. The ones that are dink and ducks, you find Jeff Wilson Jr. or plug in any running back in Shanahan system or you miss guys down the field, Um, you know, and it evens out. But the defense plays. It's gotten you to a Super Bowl forward. It's gotten you to the championship last year, NFC championship. Could get you there again. That defense plays. Cowboys defense is going to get you to a playoffs. What happens there? Hasn't been great with Prescott, I'll tell you that much. Or Zeke. Uh, or will it even be Zeke's backfield to lead by that that time? I'm just not sold on the Eagles or Vikings here. What are, what are we doing? Uh, you know, I'm just not sold on them yet. L- look at who the Eagles have been. Vikings, Lions, Commanders, Jaguars, Cardinals. Any of those guys really jumping off the page as anything less than below average teams. Jaguars certainly look more like the Jaguars. Cardinals can't get it out of their own way. Commanders are absolutely awful. Vikings is another team I'm not sold on. Um, you know, how that was a dominant win, but it's like, all right, let's match that up in the playoffs. And then the Lions are terrible. Dan Campbell's terrible. Oh, yeah, hard knocks, great. Look at their record. Come on. He's terrible. He'll he'll be Matt Rule in two years, maybe one. Depends on how uh, quick 
of temperament is. If I was there, he'd be gone after this year. Um, you know, here, here's the Vikings. They shut down the Packers. Um, that's a great win. Great win at home. But how good are the Packers? Packers regular season, it's looking like they missed Devontae a little bit. Aaron Jones has been not living up to fantasy RB1 standards. Looks like the kind of RB1 and RB1A hasn't really worked out. Dylan hasn't ran away with that 1A position as much as I love him as a BC guy. But, um, you know, okay, so the Vikes shut down the Packers. Great. And they're 4-1. and one. Great. Do you trust Kirk Cousins in primetime? Do you trust Kirk Cousins on the road? Uh, do you trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs? I think these are a lot of questions that we should be asking. And I, I guess I don't want to rain down on the parade where Vikings fans have got to be loving being at the top of the division. And, um, you know, at 4-1, I just have to say, look at that division. And uh, look at your schedule. You've played down to the wire. Like, these haven't been just – it hasn't just been smooth sailing. You look terrible in Philadelphia. You play down to the wire with three bad teams. Um, Bears almost come in and beat you at your place after you were up big. Uh, you know, the Lions almost come back after the Vikings were up big at their place. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting. So, but look ahead. Look ahead. The, the schedule is pretty easy, too, where the, the ego is going to still inflate here in Minneapolis. You've got at the Dolphins, who's going to be quarterback? You got two guys in concussion protocol. Is Tua retiring? Uh, and you got this this seventh round pick who came in and did like three fantasy points. Um, then you're at home versus the Cardinals at the Commanders. You could be seven and one through eight games, and I still wouldn't trust this team. Still, I think there's going to be some slip ups in there. Again, anyone can win any given week in the NFL. I'm just selling high on the Vikings right now. Um, I'm buying low on the Buccaneers. I just trashed them for playing down to the Falcons, but they do that all the time. Brady cares about postseason, not regular season. He doesn't care about spreads. He doesn't care about his stats anymore. He's got all the stats. He just wants to win more Super Bowls. That defense is still awesome. London Fournette is still awesome. Godwin's going to get more healthy. Evans is going to be on the field and not be suspended. You got to buy the Bucks low right now in a god awful division. God awful division. I I think the Bucks. You know, I would say the Bucks are probably the best team in the NFC right now. Bills, obviously, you're. I mean, they're you're buying high right now. You know, you got to be buying the the Bills as well. But uh, you know, Vikings. I'm selling high. Eagles selling high. Um, I'm a little bit more confident in the Eagles, I guess. But uh, again, it's slim. It's interesting. That defense, I think I like a little bit better. Vikings are just, eh, they're there. They're there. They're they're a playoff team. I don't know if they're going to do anything more than that. Um, and again, we, decision to come at quarterback for the Cowboys if Rush keeps on winning. But then a big game, do or die circumstances. Do you trust Rush? Do you trust Dak? Uh, I don't know. Gi- I didn't even throw the Giants in here, four and one. We'll learn about them at home versus the Raiders this Sunday. One score games for all their wins. How good are the Packers? And London's London's weird. That's the other Vikings win as they won in that crazy London game against the Saints. You know, Lutz misses the field goal on the double doink. Sell high on the Vikings here. Buy low on the Bucks. And I'll give you my Colts uh play here in just a moment. Bucks three and two right now. Uh terrible division. And uh, what what's the Rams going to keep that division? Because what's going on there? And I've got a question for you. Who's going to finish with the better? I guess who's going to finish better this season, right? Because you could have record, but then someone else does something better in the playoffs. Is it the Bengals or the Rams? 
Both are at two and three right now. Uh, and I think the Rams are, again, they've faced some tough teams here early. They had to face the Bills in an out-of-conference game right off the bat. Uh, you just had to face the Cowboys, real tough uh, matchup there defensively. And then you've had to deal with, you got to deal with the 49ers too. But other than the Bengals have the third toughest schedule going forward. Um, and look, they couldn't get it done in Baltimore last night. Um, you've had the slip up against the Cowboys. Um, you know, the talent is still there, obviously. Chase hasn't been exactly uh, on par with what he did last year. Higgins can't has trouble staying on the field, um, and they can't keep Burrow upright. I would go with the Rams. Uh, I think they'll both right be there. Uh, but again, it's these losses are starting to pile up for both teams. I know you get the extra playoff team in now, but uh, definitely the Super Bowl hangover is a potent one for both teams. All right, here's why I'm buying low on the Colts, too. Look who they've beaten. You know, a road win at Denver in prime time in an ugly game. They beat the Chiefs at their place, only lost. Uh, beat the Chiefs at the Colts' place, that is. Only loss they've given to the Chiefs. Again, they've got Las Vegas tonight. But, you know, it's been ugly. Don't get me wrong. The O-line and Matt Ryan have been bad. My boy Matt Ryan has been bad. It's been tough to watch. But that defense plays. That's a top-seven defense in the NFL. Uh, They've limited Mahomes. I mean, they made Russell Wilson. It's getting to the point where, you know, it's not just he's facing good defenses. Like, something's up there. He's not been great. He's not what he once was. But the Colts, I think, can get after you. The division is wide open, in my opinion. You've had a tough stretch, right? And I'll take two, two, and one when you should be three and two with that tie against the Texans. If Blankenship makes a goddamn field goal, we're three and two. Um, Colts have gone through the 17th strength of schedule and they have the 25th remaining. They've got Jacksonville at home this week. I'm worried this is uh, like the Colts coming off the win at mile high. Now they're probably going to lay a stinker, but. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they've won ugly. Let's see if that's the way they're going to do. That defense is good. O-line is bad. But what if I told you Matt Ryan was fifth in the NFL in passing yards this year? That's a fact. I'm not capping. How is that even possible? Uh, that is a fact. Matt Ryan, despite uh, really putrid turnover numbers, I mean, he's putting the ball on the turf. They can't can't protect him. I, it's worse than he was in Atlanta. Uh, I'll have to double check those numbers, but it is bad as how much he has had to endure uh, <laughs> by getting sacked. You know what? I'm going to check that right here as uh, I'm going to break and then talk to you about how I foresaw this coming the day he got hired. Matt Rule gets canned today. Breaking news on a Monday. So Matt Ryan has been sacked 40 times in a season for the last four years. Okay. Coming into this year. Through five games, he has been sacked 21 times. It's worse. It's somehow worse uh, with arguably one of the better interior linemen in the NFL with Quentin Nelson. And now, the, you know, that rookie that kept getting shown, he was terrible. That outside tackle uh, rookie that was getting flamed in Denver. Uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. They got to get healthy there, but that defense plays and Matt Ryan. Hey, say what you will. That was a terrible game. He did it when it mattered. Matty Ice. Runs through his veins. It has all, all his career, college, and uh, and NFL. You can't blame twenty eight three on Matt Ryan. Come on, that's all on Shanahan. Come on, come on, stop it. I hear you guys cursing in your car, wherever you enjoy this. 
Matt Rule gets fired. Classic. Uh, David Tepper might be one of the worst owners in sports. Here's a Wall Street guy. All right. I, you know, I know how to make a little bit of money. All right. I've got some spare change. Let me go buy a little toy. Oh, Jerry Richardson, somewhat scandalous departure for his team in Carolina. Yeah. All right. I'll go turn it around. Uh, hires Matt Rule. Uh, goes after Sam Darnold. And then thinks Baker Mayfield's going to save him. I mean, you guys all saw what Baker did this past week and what he's done all year. It's terrible. The Wall Street guys have failed in their new endeavors. Tepper, Steve Cohen, the highest payroll this year. He takes over to Mets. Say, hey, we're going to spend. I'm going to, this is easy. No, no salary cap, whatever. I'll just buy the best team. They collapse their division lead and they lose on their home turf field, what have you, to the Padres, to the Padres who haven't won a World Series ever. And uh, to a wild card team, and now what do you do? You know these guys; <laughs> their fans are booing the Mets at their own stadium. Do they like these? Carolina has empty stadium seats now for a team that or a city that once embraced that franchise. Um, here is what David Tepper has done since he. This is his fifth year since buying the team. He's twenty three and forty seven. Stadiums empty. Mentioned all the you know the selections he's made. Rule Darnold. Uh, he signed McCaffrey to big money. How's that worked out? Um, it, it's terrible. I mean, it, you you give college coaches kind of that five-year cycle, four years. It's even getting even down closer to three. People want results quick, immediacy. That's the nature of the world we live in now. Tepper ain't giving it to you. But again, that's the tough thing. It's like, hey, you you know, the, geez, the Twins, uh, the Minnesota fan base has dealt with poor ownership for years, regardless of sports. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's like, hey, it's their right to sell or do what they want with their possession. Um, but it's got to be so frustrating as a fan of the Panthers, a fan of the Twins, a fan of the Timberwolves, uh, the Vikings, uh, that you just get. I mean, hey, we get mad as Cardinal fans at the DeWitts, right? Even though we've won 11 total championships as, you know, the second best in baseball. And we've gotten two in my lifetime, right? But it's just it's so frustrating right these guys think they come in they know everything and it doesn't go exactly like to plan not exactly like their first successful endeavor on wall street right maybe head back there david tepper uh steve cohen hasn't been great for these guys um i can't believe the mets played the trumpets for edwin diaz down four runs coming into the eighth inning uh padres cash it six u winner um we cashed them twice in the series the Mets won classic Mets. Can't talk. The Cardinals won classic Cardinals. I saw it coming. I mean, I was, I, I'm was. i sick at the thought of even thinking about toying around a spontaneous trip, spending money on a plane ticket, spending money on playoff tickets to go watch that putrid performance. I am so glad I uh, did not end up doing that. Uh, dear God, shut out in the last game. All right, great. Life after Yachty and Pujols. Like, all right, the Pujols 700, that was great. You gave us a great moment this year. Season was awesome. Division title in a really weak division. And then you're the only division winner to not make it to the divisional series. New playoff format. It's like, okay, we got screwed. I'm not going to complain about that. I think we would have lost regardless. If we were, say, facing the Braves, we're, we're not beating the Braves. This team did not have it. Um, Nolan Arenado going to opt out of his player option and leave? He could. He had a great year. What if he did? I don't know. Would he want to leave? 
maybe St. Louis wooed him. I, it's a great place to play. The fan base loves everyone. Hell, you, gotta, you can play there until you're in a walker and we'll love you. Uh, if you leave, you come back, we'll cheer you like holes, no matter what. Um, but, uh, you know, what are we going to do with Wayno? He's been great. He's been great in his old day. I would be fine bringing him back. Just one-year deals until he's done. You know, Yachty, time to hang it up. Like, you know, I'd love you to come be the manager in face of the Cardinals, but, you know, I, I couldn't have automatic double plays and OPS in the 650s anymore. Uh, Pujols was great. I, Pujols I'd take for another year. Why not? If we just like, you know, bring back Yachty. He could be our Udonis Haslam. Um, you know, seriously, I, I would be cool with that. But here's what we got to do is, Something at the trade deadline. It can't be Quintana again. Great. What do they do? All right, great. He We conned some fans into buying his jersey for half a season. Now he's gone. What, we're going to re-sign him? Maybe. I doubt it. Montgomery comes back for another year. Maybe he's going to pitch in the playoffs this time. We held on to Carlson and Nolan Gorman. While Juan Soto is now in a Padres uniform, and they're in our spot in the division series. I mean, what like... Could we give up on some of these? Paul DeYoung's not working out. Bader never worked out. We get rid of these guys too late. Piscotti, can we finally just, could we forget our love affair? Yet we give away Sandy Alcantara for Ozuna. I mean, it's just been, Mosaic's been terrible and great all mixed into one because I love Arenado. I mean, we fleeced the Rockies in that trade. We fleeced the D-backs in the Goldschmidt trade. But then... You know, we've got we got fleeced by the Marlins, uh, you know, equally with Steven Matz. Really glad we have him for another three years. Steve Cohen wanted him and back on the Mets and we got stuck with his ass. Blue Jays. I, I mean, it's just it's got me fired up here. I feel like I do this every single time in October. The Cardinals. What's next after we have a good, great regular season and do absolutely kaputs in the playoffs? It's terrible. I mean, Blue Jays fans might feel worse than me, though, because they were up 8-1 in a home game, ready to force a third game at home. Cardinals had no shot at it. We had the collapse in the top of the ninth, classic, and then we just got shut out and just rolled over. But the Blue Jays were up 8-1, and the Mariners came storing all the way back. I liked it because I was on Mariners' money line. I thought I chalked that up as a loss, and all of a sudden we've got the Mariners cashing that, and they take out, uh, or they yeah, they take out the Blue Jays. Now, can they take out the AL champs, the defending champs and the Astros? Look, I love this Mariners team. J-Rod's awesome. Um, I love their announcing crew. Uh, those guys are super passionate. And it's the only team that hasn't been to a World Series, let alone win one like the Padres. Haven't been to a World Series. Um, but I, I'm i worried Houston may be too much. Better offense. Robbie Ray got rocked by the Blue Jays. What do you think is going to happen against the Astros? Um, can he improve? You've got the Cy Young Verlander who's been doing this his whole career on the other side. Uh, Altuve has been doing this basically his whole career. Kyle Tucker is all of a sudden the new George Springer, maybe even better. Uh, Alvarez is going to be a future MVP. I'm sure of it. You know, the rotate. And again, they've got solid guys. Like they've turned Valdez and Garcia into solid, really solid guys in the rotation and in postseason play. Cause they've been there so much, uh, this past decade. I think Houston might be too much, but I do love a good upset. And I like the Padres to take out the Dodgers. I also like the Guardians to take out the Yankees. Here's why. I mean, the Padres have the pitching in the lineup. Playoff Kershaw, 
you're really going to rely on Tyler Anderson and Tony Gonsolin, uh, Craig Kimbrell coming out of the pen. He already lost his closers job. Look, I, I mean, Juan Soto has won a title. Uh, Machado is obviously a proven, uh, incredible MLB baseball star. Uh, you know, they've got some nice pieces. You've got Trent Grisham running down crazy balls in the gap. Um, Hard not to like this Padres team. It's like they've got three legit starters, but they've got five solid starters like Clevenger if he's healthy. I wouldn't be totally uncomfortable with him pitching a playoff game. Sean Manaya, I would be comfortable throwing him out. Like, I, I feel like all the pressure's on the Dodgers, right? Padres coming in, get the series done. This is a team they faced all year long in the same division. Why not? Um, they're overwhelming underdogs, and I think there's a lot of value there. Um, and then how about no one ever talking about the guardians? You know, they did, they do it a lot like the race, cheap payroll, smart decisions, and they absolutely just shut down the race. Uh, that was my preseason pick. Jeez, not, not great. I did pick the Braves last year, Rays make the playoffs, but they were nothing in the playoffs this year. Um, after being a, uh, world series, uh, runner up a couple of years back. But yeah, I mean, look, Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie are electric. Um, bullpen's nice. Offense is just a bunch of pieces around J Ram, Jose Ramirez. So that's where it reminds me of kind of like the the Rays. But yeah, I'm just more banking on a classic Aaron Boone blunder, uh, mismanagement, and maybe another New York collapse. It seems to be running in the water there uh, as the Mets go down. Now the Yankees have a big grin on their faces. They're going to slip off next. Um, outside of Garrett Cole, who do you trust? Now, I love me some Nestor Cortez Jr., but in his first postseason, and again, another case of all the pressure being on one side, Guardians, are, boy, they were barely supposed to win the division. All of a sudden, they run away with it because the Twins and White Sox stink, and uh, why can't they be the Nationals from a few years back all the way through the wild card? Now you got the easier format where you at least get some chances. They didn't need them. They went in. Uh, got it done at their place. And now they're going to see in a best of five if they could take out New York. And I kind of like it. Um, I kind of like it. But again, I'm a contrarian, so that's what I do. And again, it's like, you know, what, Jamison Tyone, uh, Severino, if he stays healthy, Frankie Montes, that's been a disaster. Um, that might be a worse deadline acquisition than the offseason free agent au- uh, signing of of Matt's. Well, at least we didn't give up prospects in that one, but DeWitt's just lost some useless money. Um, and we just lost a useless space of the roster for sure. Um, you know, will the Yankee lineup, which had the most home runs in baseball, obviously because Judge powered that lineup with breaking Roger Maris's record. Um, you know, what if Judge has a bad series? What if he just goes cold for 12 at bats? Who's going to step up? Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, um, I, I think there's a lot of question marks there. Rizzo, I mean, I love Rizzo, but again, the Josh Donaldson, it's like you got a lot of, as the Yankees do, they get a lot of stars past their prime, giving them money, and it's like, hey, well, you know, put some faces out there, hope we get some postseason magic, and, and they could get it. I just would rather take the dog there and banking on another classic Aaron Boone um, collapse. Now, I've got some some stats for you, which I think is interesting. Do we get all new blood in the championship series and World Series? Last year, it was what? Astros, Red Sox. 
Um, obviously, Astros have a shot here. And then it was Braves-Dodgers. Obviously, Braves-Dodgers have a chance. Um, well, let's talk about the Phillies here because I think the Braves are too loaded for them. Yeah, Nolan Wheeler, great one, too. They obviously shut down the Cardinals. We didn't have anything to combat with just a listless offense again. But then, I, you know, do you trust Ranger Suarez or Kyle Gibson? I don't think I ever like seeing Kyle Gibson's name next to a uh, starter uh, slot. You know, this series could go longer than expected. Uh, they need Strider, who they just got a new deal to. They inked him in Atlanta. Is he going to be healthy? Kyle Wright, Jake Odorizzi. You never like seeing Jake Odorizzi next to a starter line, right? Um, do those guys step up? Do you trust Kenley Jansen? I mean, he's always there. He's he's arguably one of the greatest closers ever, right? Um, or at least up there, certainly over the last 10 years. But you somehow just don't trust them. Again, I've kind of talked about over the course of the summer how I think the closer is going to be extinct. It's just we're not even going to put a label on it. It's just going to be throw the best guy you think at the time, go do what the numbers say. Why are we putting in Kimbrel in, you know, day after day after day just because he's the air quotes closer? It makes zero sense. Get a fresh guy in there, play, you know, play to get the three outs. Doesn't matter what the label is on it. Uh, but Jansen's a closer. And again, he's susceptible to some of these later in his career meltdowns. Is one going to happen here? All right, here are some interesting tidbits. So the National League has won three straight titles, okay? No league has won four straight since the NL did it in 1979 to 1982. Okay, you following me? So the NL has won the last three, um, and then but no one's done four. Um in a while, in a long while. Um, NL has also won three straight from 10 to 12, 2010 to 2012. So it's been a stretch of three, but they've had trouble. We haven't had a streak of four since the Yankees won in like the 30s, four straight. Um, and the AL won three straight in 98 to 2000, all won by the Yankees. No one has gone back to back since the Yankees in terms of World Series champions. So does that take out the Braves? Are they going to go back to back? No team has made it to two straight World Series since the Dodgers lost in back-to-back -back years to the Astros and then uh, the Red Sox in 17 and 18. So um, do the Phillies have a shot of knocking off the Braves? Maybe it's going to be the Padres that are Dodgers get revenge for the last year in the NLCS. But it's like, okay, so it's very tough to not only win the World Series twice, but make it back to the World Series is even, even tough as well. And then is it the American League, right? Uh, to snap a streak of three straight titles won by the National League. So does, does that get thinking about, uh, is it the spot? <laughs> is it the Mariners? Is it the Guardians? Uh, is it the uh, uh, is it the Yankees? Um, who, he, here's some last stats on. Uh, let, let's give you a little look at these franchises. Astros made it last year, one and seventeen. Very hard to make it to two World Series in a row. So let's say the Astros don't make it to the World Series this year. Um, okay, let's just for, hypothetically let's play that. Well, the Braves won it last year. Let's very hard to make it two times in a row. Let's say they lose to either the Phillies or in the NLCS, same with the Astros, ALCS, or they lose to the Mariners. Yankees last made it when they won in 2009. Phillies made it that same year. They lost to the Yankees in that 09 series, but they won it the year before. So they actually made it to back-to-back -to -back World Series. 
Um, and uh, let's see here. Padres have never won. They last made it in 1998 when they got swept by the Yankees. Dodgers last made it in 2020, winning it. Mariners are the only team in baseball to have never made a World Series. And also, they just snapped the longest postseason drought in like North American sports. And they won a series. I mean, good for them. Who knows? I I don't think they could take out the Astros. I'm not saying it's not a possibility. I'll be rooting for them. That's certainly, but I think uh, that's for certain. But I think the Astros might be a little bit too dominant for a team that's obviously going to be competing for years to come with Julio Rodriguez. So uh, this is only just the beginning for Seattle. Here's what I found interesting is teams' performances, franchises' performances in World Series. The Astros are just one and three. Um, obviously just lost last year, uh, but they won back in 2017 for their first title ever. One and three. They also lost during the, what, Bagwell years, early 2000s. Guardians are two and four in the World Series. They most recently lost to the curse-breaking Cubs. They haven't won since 1948. Um, so that is a long drought, longest drought of titles, albeit except for the Mariners, who haven't gotten one. Phillies are just two and five. They won the most recent one in 08, lost it in 09, haven't been back since. Braves are four and six in World Series appearances. They just last won, obviously, last year. Dodgers are seven and 14, um, but they did just win their last one. Uh, in 2020, Yankees are, you know, if they get there, it's a good chance they're going to take it home. But are they going to get there? Yankees, 27 world titles, more than double the St. Louis Cardinals, who is second in baseball. They're 27 and 13, having been there 40 times. Um, but they haven't won it since 2009. All right, get you out of here with some college football uh, on Corbett's Corner. I mean, Boston College is back to sucking. Uh, you know, the Colts money line hammer hit. Boston College didn't even – they put up three points, got embarrassed by Clemson. They're so injured. You know, it's hard to make an assessment. But, again, it's just like some of the plays is so lifeless. And, you know, see, we're going to win. Are we going to beat UConn? I still don't know. You know, but I coming off a huge win against Louisville, I thought maybe you compete with Clemson. Zero competition. Zero competition. By week, are we going to get healthy? You know, some of the quotes Halfley is saying post game. You know, he's appreciating the atmosphere. It was a great atmosphere. And he laid three points, an absolute stinker. You're like talking about plays. You don't really know why you go for fourth down one time. You don't know why you go to don't go for fourth down the next time. It feels a little bit in over his head here. Year three, you don't want to be kind of hearing some of these quotes and. You know, I lost faith and I got it back and now I'm just kind of indifferent. And I get at least a week here for, to let my br blood pressure just relax, right, as Boston College has a bye. Uh, and then I will uh, get ready next week to uh, wear a clown face for the game at Wake Forest, uh, thinking that BC has some sort of chance when they most likely do not. However, this is a great weekend of college football. Uh, it, it's going to be a blockbuster. It's going to be an absolute blockbuster. You ready? Penn State at Michigan, both sides undefeated. Michigan is minus seven. Bama, scare against Texas A&M again. This time they squeak out the victory. I've got Bama to go perfect. I, their season win total over 11. Uh, maybe it is 11 and a half. Tennessee spanks LSU. That's I didn't see coming. I hate betting on Brian Kelly, and I thought, you know what? This is a spy. 
Never again. Never again. Not happening. Not happening. But is Tennessee for real? They get Bama at Rocky Top. Again, it's college football to where Saban could not tell us anything about his status at quarterback until five minutes before kickoff. That's scary. But again, it's Bama. It's Bama. Tennessee right now is only plus seven and a half at home. OK State and TCU both undefeated. TCU took out Kansas. Kansas lost their quarterback. Tough to see Kansas lose, but hopefully they still rally and finish out and have a great year. Already five wins. Uh, Bowl game seems for sure, um, one would think. But TCU, they now turn into the nice story. Sonny Dykes coming from SMU. He has revitalized the Horn Frog offense. Oklahoma State's all of a sudden a Big 12 powerhouse again, uh, led by defense. It's at TCU. TCU is favored minus three and a half. And I believe they've covered, it's either them or the Jayhawks have covered every game uh, because that was a push by a touchdown this past week. TCU minus three and a half at home. Syracuse undefeated. Um, Congrats to them. I thought they were going to be terrible. Their season win total was four and a half. They are five and oh. Uh, how about that? NC State, though, are they going to give them a rude awakening? It's at the Carrier Dome. That place should be noisy as all hell. Cues is favored by three and a half. Um, I, as an ACC fan, am interested in that. I'm also interested in this. Two teams that we just got embarrassed by, Clemson and Florida State. This line is moving towards Florida State. I don't really like betting on Florida State. They look better this year, I guess. They have some slip-ups. Otherwise, I mean, all, yeah, they beat LSU. Now, how good is that LSU win? But Clemson, again, it's weird. You know, I thought BC would hang tough, and there was just zero. There was just zero effort. I mean, there was effort, but there was just zero chance that they were going to hang tough with Clemson. But what this line is telling me is that Florida State is going to make this a game, if not win this. It opened at seven and a half. Everyone is jumping on Clemson like there's no tomorrow coming off this beatdown of BC. And I'm loving Florida State just lost too, right? I'm pretty sure. And for some reason, me and maybe some sharps are loving this because FSU, that line is plummeting from seven and a half down to four and a half just since it opened last week. Uh, what do we know? Is this going to be a field goal game? Uh, that's interesting. That's under the lights in Tallahassee. And then what, what is up with it? Utah just lost, and they've got undefeated USC coming in. USC, I'm pretty sure, is perfect against the number as well. No, they, uh, they're one blemish against the number, but they're undefeated, right? And Utah is favored, minus three and a half. Um, what's given there as Lane Kiffin and Caleb Williams look to keep it Perfect at Utah. For what it's worth, here are my best bets of the week. I like Michigan minus seven. Lay the points for me. I'm going Bama money line. I hope people keep pouring in on Tennessee. I know they just disposed of LSU. This is Bama uh, coming off a tough game where they just eke out the victory. Saban's going to practice them hard, I'm sure, as he loves to do. What's the? I like it regardless of Bryce Young plays. I think that's just a more talented roster. Bama has been there before Tennessee. I, you know, it'll be cool. It'll be a cool atmosphere. I'm excited for it. I just like Bama money line. I think they're going to feel it out. Uh, give me roll tide. I like Oklahoma state. Uh, I think Oklahoma state's for real here. And I love this number plus three and a half. If it's a field goal game, we get the hook. Give me Florida state. I'm following where this line is going and where, uh, you know, the public tickets are going on Clemson. The line's going the other way. I love that. Sign me up for it. I'm plugging my nose. I'm playing FSU with the points. And then I guess I got to go Utah, right? 
why is you know what Vegas something's up here? Why is Vegas making Utah a favorite at home? Something's gotta give. And I'll take the bait. I'm going with Utah. But I say it each and every week. It's gonna be Bama and Georgia. Georgia wins the SEC title, but Bama gets revenge in the national football title. Does Ohio State have a shot? I'm seeing them favored at some books. CJ Stroud looks like a lock for the Heisman. All they got to do is beat Penn State on the road and then host Michigan and then try and beat either Georgia or Bama in the college football playoff. But that's a big if, that last one. Uh, I don't know if I'm there yet. Ohio State hasn't played anyone. Yeah, I mean, you schedule a tougher non-conference schedule. I mean, Notre Dame, but yeah, I mean, look how that's gone. Even though Notre Dame did just beat BYU. NHL starts tomorrow. Let's go. NBA starts the next week. I love it. Uh, Full force here. Back. Good to be back. Corbett's Corner. A lot to get to. Hope you enjoyed it.